Hey guys, it's Steve back again, HVACR hero. Welcome back. Welcome to this new episode. I appreciate you guys being here. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to listen to me chat about virtually nothing. Um, nah, just kidding. You know, HVAC is uh, a passionate interest of mine, or better yet, a passion of mine. Makes more sense. Um, but yeah, anyways, I mean, uh, thank you guys. Thank you guys for being here. Um, I'm going to try to do these more often. I'm sorry, the quality of the recording isn't the best. Like I said, I don't have a lot of time, typically. Uh, and when I walk the dog, I make the best of it. So that's what I'm doing, walking the dog, talking to you guys about HVAC and topics and, and all that stuff. Welcome back. All right, without further ado... Let's get right into it. So, I think today's episode, we're going to talk about fraud, scamming the customer. Let's talk right, let's get right into it. So, in HVAC, everybody knows that there's, uh, I mean, with any trade, right? There's that misconception, not a misconception, there's a notoriety, notoriety, not sure if I said that right, but notorious for, for contractors to scam, whether it be the homeowner or the building tenant or whoever it may be to, to scam them out of their money, to overcharge them on products or services, um, work that's going to be done. And that's why a lot of guys will go out and get a couple different quotes from different people and essentially quote unquote shop around. You're doing it to yourselves. I don't feel bad for you that your customers are shopping around. Stop doing that to them. Stop being that guy. Don't go out there and tell them you got a hole in your heat exchanger, charging $10,000 for replacing a rooftop unit, but not show them photos of that hole in your heat exchanger. Everybody, of course, is going to say, oh no, I have the potential to die from carbon monoxide poisoning. Let's let's just do it. Let's bite the bolt. This unit's 10, 15 years old. Let's just get a new one. That's fucked up, man. Don't do that. How about you? How about you provide them with evidence that that heat exchanger is bad, and and don't don't be the guy to go and take your screwdriver and put a hole in that heat exchanger where it might be a, a little bit compromised or it might be a little scratch or whatever. Don't make that hole worse. Don't make it bigger. Don't go in there and puncture a heat exchanger and say you had a bad one. Don't do that. Um, you know if there's a if there's an issue with a unit, say there's a no heat call, right? You go up there, and you're off on pressure. Or something was sticking, right? Uh, your valve was sticking or whatever. You know, don't automatically assume that the unit's done. There's something wrong. Don't make up some problem. Just stop taking advantage of your customers. Stop doing that because you know what happens. is The minute you start taking advantage of them, the minute you start overcharging and then you're going to lose that customer as soon as they find out. Then they're going to get another price. They're going to have another contractor come over and get them a price on what you just sold them. And you're going to you're gonna be exposed. It's not worth it. Don't do that. And how about you just don't be that guy in life? Don't be dishonest. Um, I understand it's tough out there. I know getting work is difficult. So you take advantage of the opportunities you have. You price gouge. You overcharge. Um, and your time is worth it. Your time is valuable. I get that. Look, I'm in the, I'm in the same boat as you. I've been there. Um, but I promise, 
the more honest you are with your customers, the further you're going to go. The more work you're going to get, the more word of mouth is going to move along through the neighborhood. You'll get callbacks after callbacks. Um, just be honest. Um, I think uh, I think it's easy to get to get caught up in the moment and say, "Wow, you know, this is a good day. We can make some good money here." Uh, you know, all I do it. All I have to do is just tell them that they uh, they need a new board in this. You know, even though it was a uh, it was a pressure switch, right? So instead of replacing that pressure switch, you, you charge them for a new board for whatever reason. Say, "Yeah, your board's bad." Don't do that. Be honest with them. Say, "Hey." Hundred bucks is my charge to come out here. Uh, I have a minimum hourly rate of, uh, of an hour. It took me 15 minutes to replace this part. The part was forty dollars or whatever it costs. And uh, you know I'm gonna charge you. So it's gonna be a hundred for me coming out. Hundred dollars for the part. Hundred dollars for the hour. Even though it took me 15 minutes, I have a minimum of one hour. It's just how I do my billing. And the part was forty dollars. Your total is going to be $240. All right, be honest with them and don't overcharge them. They're willing, they're going to call you back because it was a fair experience. It was an honest experience. Um, just think about those things when you're, when you're out there working and uh, think of your customers as your family. And then when you build and as you grow, as your company grows and as your, as your customer base grows, continue that that vision and that that value the core values of your company as you bring more tax on um, look for honest technicians look for guys who have good personalities um, sometimes it's better to train a new guy who has a good personality or somebody who doesn't have as much experience as you'd hope but has a great personality than it is to hire that guy who's been doing it for 30 years and is a miserable son of a bitch so, uh, yeah, just stay honest, be a good person, and that will flow into your work, and, and you will be rewarded for it, I promise. Uh, again, I know how hard it is out there. I know you're going up a lot of, against a lot of competition. This market is saturated. I've said it time and time before. It's very saturated. Uh, but you guys can do it. You can work through it. You can, you can get creative in, in ways that is not dishonest. And you can succeed. Um, how about you go and, you know, give them different options. If you say you're going for a new project and uh, and you're quoting them a furnace to replace their furnace, you could you could say, hey, look, you could replace this with a like furnace, or you can go down the electric route. You can try to get it a little bit more efficient, and we could replace it with this, this with a heat pump. You have to have no gas in your house ever again. We'll put a heat pump on there. Put an electric heater for backup. The heat pump will be in it'll be efficient, inexpensive option uh, for the most part. You know your your electric bills might be a little bit higher, but you won't have that gas charge, and you don't have to worry about combustible combustible. You know, uh, so you just got to remember that you use those different those different sales techniques to to let them know that you're knowledgeable in this industry and that you have different options. Um, you just throw an LG vertical air handler in there, not LG, whatever you want, you know, a, a heat pump vertical air handler with uh, an electric heater kit and, uh, 
then down the road if they're interested in solar which who isn't these days at least a little bit interested in solar you throw some solar panels up on the roof there and and now you've got you've got some free energy coming in i mean what homeowner wouldn't love to hear i can control my hvac system with electricity that i'm pulling from the sun or at least part of it that's great it's a great sales thing um I think that that's a huge selling point. I think right now in the, in the times that we're in, I think you can easily push something like that. But that's what I mean by being creative. And I'm kind of rambling here, but being creative in the way that you do things, being honest, proving to your customer that you have the industry expertise. These are all things that you can do to help yourself and help grow your business. Um, the other thing I think, uh, you know, you can do without without being dishonest, without taking advantage of your customers, you can still be successful. And that's my main point across this whole thing is, like I said before, don't be dishonest. Work with your customers. Don't overcharge them. Don't take advantage of them because they are your customers. They're they're loyal. And if they're not loyal yet, you have an opportunity in front of you to create a lifelong customer. If, as long as you're going in there with a good frame of mind and you're gonna take care of them with their best interests in mind, you can now have a relationship that'll last you a long time. And not just that, you never know what that one customer has for connection. Excuse me. So, I mean, keep in mind, one customer could have a lot of connections. You never know if that one homeowner owns an apartment complex. The next thing you know, you're replacing all the furnaces in that apartment complex. You know, so just treat everybody right. Uh, the other thing I'd like to talk about is there are some... There are some dickhead customers out there. We all know that. Um, work with them to the best of your abilities. I, I don't I don't like to say take it, but you can communicate with them, right? In a way where you can tell them, look, if you respect me, I will respect you. We can have a good relationship here. I can do a lot of work for you. I can take care of you. I won't overcharge you. I'll always be honest with you. But what I ask of you is that you respect me. Um, so you just have to learn learn how to how to deal with di- difficult customers like that. It's not always easy, but uh, you'll figure it out. And the more you do it, and the more experiences you have, you you'll get better at it. But let me just, I guess, let me say, don't be afraid of those experiences. Don't run away from those experiences. I suggest that you actually hit those experiences head on. You take those head on, and you. I wouldn't say seek them out, but when you have the opportunity to, to gain the trust of a customer who can be very difficult, you're a step ahead of the game. You just did what all of your competition couldn't do. So look at it as a as more of a uh, a challenge, I would say, to earn this guy's trust, to create this relationship, and uh, see what you can do. Um, I'll say the other thing that's important when it comes to uh, growing your business and, and is marketing. Um, and we're, I mean, I can get into this in some other episodes, but just uh, be honest, guys. Go out there. Keep your customers' best interests in mind. Treat them as if they were a family member, every one of them, regardless if they're difficult or not. And uh, I can promise you you'll be successful. But if you don't do that, you know... You have the, the ability to lose your business right there and then because uh, they won't deal with it. 
and they're going to get other pricing. They're going to go to other contractors. It's just not worth it. So no matter how bad your day is being, has been, sorry, uh, that was that was not English. Uh, no matter how bad your day has been, don't you dare bring that into their front door. Don't ever let your, your difficulties or your frustrations affect the way that you do business. And it's not that guy's fault. The guy that you're going to work for could have a ton of different problems, right? But he's not, well, at least I hope he's not taking them out on you, so don't do it to him. It's all about respect in this industry, guys. Respect your coworkers, respect your boss, respect your customers, and respect your family. That's the one thing I'll say is be good to your family. They're dealing with a lot of bullshit with you being in this industry. So, all right, guys, I appreciate you taking the time to listen to this. I know uh, it's a little long. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, let me know what you think. Let me know what you uh, would you like to hear next. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, you can check me out on Instagram. The thumb or wait, <laughs> Instagram on HVACR Hero. Um, if you like Call of Duty and, and content like that, and some gaming and things like that, you can always check me out on the thumb or champion at Instagram as well. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you.